around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. Uh, first, <laughs> I want to testify and thank God I have my voice back, and I'm getting better and stronger, and I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to uh, talk to you today. Terry and I are excited about what God is doing uh, and the solutions that he has to problems, the great wisdom and counsel that God gives to not only individuals, but leaders and nations. And we're praying today that what we have to say to you and share with you will strengthen uh, your resolve and strengthen your soul and uh, help you understand how vitally important you are in this generation. So thank you for listening, and we invite you to tell others. We'd just be thrilled uh, to uh, have uh, more and more folks join us here on the podcast every day. And remember, you can find us at terrymize.com, as you have, or terrymizeministries.org is our website. And then tell other people about it and that we just all be blessed together. So we're so thankful uh, that we have this time with you here right now. So, darling, let's begin to talk with the folks about some things you you and I both feel very passionately about. Well, sure. You know, it sure was quiet in my hotel room in Mexico <laughs> City whenever you had the laryngitis for several days. Yes, and, uh, it was quiet. You don't sound too good today, but the reason is it doesn't have anything to do with laryngitis or, or any kind of a sickness. No, is, no. Uh, we've just been so upset and so much in prayer, and yes. you've just been distraught over this hellish, demonic, yeah. devilish, heathen, ungodly, unholy, (laughs) murdering of of babies in the womb, abortion, and these crooked, lying, cheating, evil politicians that are having parties about it. They're they're not just voting that abortion's okay. They're celebrating celebrating and having parties and smiling and laughing and hugging each other and high-fiving each other that, hey, we can murder babies. Aren't we great? I just, if there wasn't a hell, Renee, if there wasn't a hell, I'd raise an offering right now today to build one for people like that. It's ungodly. It's It's unholy. And I tell you what, Democrat Christian friends of mine, uh, it's time that you drew a line in the sand and said, you know, maybe mama was a Democrat and and granddaddy was a Democrat, but I'm not going to stand on the side of these evil, evil, evil politicians. The Word of God tells us that if you, you don't call evil good, Right. And these politicians are calling evil good. I mean, they're exactly. yucking it up and partying and high-fiving and slapping yes. themselves yeah. on the back. I saw Hillary Clinton and her big smile just hugging people and all excited. Yay, we get to murder babies. She's the same one that told us that if she got to be president, she's coming after the church. Right. And the church was going to have to change, change its doctrines her for her. That's right. And that she was coming after our guns. I tell you what, over my dead body, I, I prayed that wicked witch out. And uh, I refuse to have her in, in the name of Jesus. But I tell you, we're, we're stirred up about this abortion thing. And, you know, I saw an, a, a report on Fox News today, and it said that, that this government shutdown, everybody's all excited about the government shutdown. I, those people don't do anything anyway. Why do we care if it's shut down? I care about some of the people not getting a paycheck, but I sure don't care about the, the congressmen and the senators. They shouldn't, they shouldn't get a paycheck for right, a year. They don't right, do anything. Right. 
They don't do anything. All they do is get elected one time, and then they have a pension for life. And we've got these these freshmen congressmen and these freshmen senators, these young people that don't couldn't, they can't find their way out of a wet paper bag, and now they're making laws. Anyway, I saw a Fox News report, and it said that they're on the shutdown that 51% of the people blame President Trump. Yeah. And it said that 34% blame the Democrats. And it said that 3% blame the Republicans, the GOP. Right. And then the 9% don't know. They just, they just blame everybody. <laughs> but you know who I blame, Renee? Yeah. I don't blame Mr. Trump. Yeah, I don't blame the Democrats. Your, hold on to your seat I don't blame the Republicans. This. i tell you who I blame is the Church of Jesus Christ yeah, because they right. said on their blessed assurance last November and did not vote, that's did right. not do their God-honored, God-duty right. to vote. They sit at home with their finger up their nose uh, on their blessed assurance and said, well, we're spiritual. We don't do politics. We're spiritual. We don't do politics. I just want to slap them all. Yeah. And if you didn't vote and you're the church, you're a Christian, or you call yourself a Christian, or you call yourself a Democrat, I tell you what, shame on you. The blood is on your hands. Right. I lay the fault at That's your feet. Right. If the church had voted... Like she voted in, in 2016. 50, out of 82% only, that voted. Only, only 28% right. voted. And out of 82% that voted in 2016, only 32% voted. So almost 50% of that 82 did not vote. Well, but 28% of the church stayed at home. That's right. Had they voted, we, it wouldn't matter what the bad guys vote if the church would vote right. We outnumber them. But you right. cannot just sit home and say, I don't do politics. Or sit at home and say, well, I'm not going to vote except in the presidential election. Or you make you, it about a personality. It's, otherwise, it's your oh fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Satan has blinded the eyes of the very elect. And so we say, well, Mr. Trump said a cuss word. I don't like him. Yeah, but the other people are killing babies. Hello. Yeah, but Mr. Trump had sex with a porn star years and years ago before he was a Christian. Yeah, but these other people are killing babies. Yeah. And they're having sex with everybody, including the babies. No, that's right. All the pedophilia that's been exposed in Hollywood and all the pedophilia that's been exposed in the political realm. I tell you, these politicians are having sex with babies and selling babies and doing human trafficking. And the church just sits at home and sings, I'll fly away. Right. We're all packed up and ready to go to heaven. I'll fly away. You need to unpack, church, and you need to start singing, I'll work till Jesus comes, no, and let's exactly be the right. church triumphant. Right. Uh, too, a statistic has come out, Terry, that, that the church of Satan... I may have to leave the room. I'm just... I'm just <laughs> it says that the church of Satan, or Satanism is growing in America. You know, you and, and I want to say to all of you here today, I know many of you are... You're involved, you're prayers, you're faithful to your church. And many of them are voters. And you're voters, and, and you're doing your part. But we have an inf we have the opportunity to influence other believers and, and begin to bring conviction upon the church. What kind of country do we have when we wake up today and realize that we have communists that have been voted into our government, we have strongholds in our country of pedophilia, human trafficking, abortion, all of these things are going on, communism in our very ranks communism, of government, socialism. and we've allowed socialism and all of these things to birth and become 
what the Bible calls in Islam principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. And it's right under the nose of the church. And that's what's so very, very wrong is that those strongholds are now at the feet of the church and they're knocking on our door and they're daring us to do something about it. And hell is laughing and mocking that they did it in America. The Christian stronghold of the world. Where is the blame? We can't say, well, the devil did it. No, the blame's at the church. The blame is at the feet of church leaders and church members, whether you're intimidated or you're uh, too busy. Some pastors are scared to say something scared about it because they think they'll lose it. all their Democrat uh, supporters Supporter. and all the church people will get up and leave. All right, you know, you you're you don't want to have to put up with the yeah, yeah, the fight. You don't want to have your name in the news for saying what Jesus said. Uh, these, Let's don't be affiliated with Jesus. Yeah, these poor little Catholic guys that 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 just stood there. They were at the March for Life, and got and ended up being accosted by some very evil people that said some very horrible, despicable things to them. And these are young kids and standing there. And then told there, lies about them. And then told lies, and the media picked it up and still told lies about it and are still doing it today and just said that, that everything about them intimidates. See, what you're going to do and what you say, just when you walk in the room, all of hell notices when a believer walks in the room. That's that's what happened in Paul's lifetime, in Jesus' lifetime. It says, you know, Paul, we've heard about, <laughs> you know. Uh, Jesus, but Jesus, we've heard about. Yeah, you know, but we, we know who are you. You've come. All the demons said to Jesus out of those pigs, they said that legion says, yeah, said, why have know, you come to, yeah, we, know we know who, who you, you are. are. Yeah. You know, and Terry, you preached a sermon years ago that marked my life. 40, yeah, now, dec- decades really 40, ago. Decades ago, 44 years ago, where you preached about, you know, uh, who are you in the regions of the damned? Yeah, have you made headlines in hell? Have you made headlines Does hell know in, who you are? Yeah, and, and you know, when you just get on an airplane, demons know you're there. When for you sure, walk into the grocery sure. store, Brother demons Brother John know. Osteen told me that when I was probably 23, 24 years old. Right, I was right. having, Jackie and I were having lunch with uh, John and Dodie Osteen. Uh, Joel's daddy, for those of you that are new, um, having lunch there in Houston. And John and Dodie said to me, they said, Terry, said, you know, when you walk in our church, we don't even have to say, hey, Terry Miser's here. It said, everybody knows it. Said, so you walk in such authority, spiritual authority, that everybody there knows you're there. And, and John said, and when you walk into a, a, a cafe, a restaurant, a business, when you're, in, we were living in Mexico at the time as missionaries, right, right. said, when you're in Mexico and you walk into a cafe, walk into a restaurant, walk into right. a store, walk in anywhere, said, every demon in that place knows you're there, knows who you are, right. knows your be. name, and they're <laughs> scared out of their mind and they want to cause trouble, right. but they don't want to get cast out. And, and that's the way, he said, that's the way Christians ought to be. He said, you walk in spiritual authority. It's the first time I'd ever heard that that term, right. spiritual authority. I didn't have a clue what it meant. Amazing. But uh, Brother John Osteen and Dodie told me that the very first time. Demons know when you walk in if you've made headlines in hell or not. If They said they said to the those seven preacher boys in Acts chapter 19, they said, Jesus we know and Paul we know, but we never well, heard, heard of you. About, we yeah. never heard right. about we you. Never, because those so seven you. preacher boys, actually, it says that they took it on themselves, took it on themselves, not let of the Holy Ghost, <laughs> took it on themselves to go cast out demon spirits. So How they foolish. grabbed a guy that had a bunch of demons How in foolish. him. And uh, they said to the demon, they said, come out of this man in the name of Jesus 
that Paul preaches about. Right. They didn't say come out in the name of Jesus that we know that lives in us that we know about. No, no. They said right. come out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches about. And those demons just kind of looked cock-eyed at him and said, well, you know, we know who Jesus is. We've he's made headlines that. in the in the regions of the dam. He's caused panic in outer yeah. darkness. He's he's made yeah, headlines no every morning in the in the daily newspapers right, of hell. Right. We know who Paul is. He's cast right. out devils and caused right. headlines in hell. Hallelujah. Caused regions of darkness to just go into panic. Uh, but but we never heard of you boys. We never heard of you you, you, well, you preacher boys. How many church members have and you they, made headlines? And they jumped in hell? on them and beat them. I mean these 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 this one guy. Beat up seven, seven preacher boys. Seven preacher boys. Beat them up, stripped their clothes off of them until they were buck naked, and then chased them down the, down street, the street. Buck naked preacher boys running down the street in fear, chased by one guy full of the devil that they couldn't cast out. And I tell you, that same thing happened today, this coming Sunday, in church after church after church after church. You'd just have congregation after congregation after thousands of Christians running down the street naked because they can't handle the devil. No, and and the and you know you've heard me say this over and over again. You don't learn to do this overnight. No, of course not. You don't learn to cast out devils and, and take some authority. Some people don't ever learn it. And some exactly. Some people don't. You have to start somewhere, and you have to. And I think the safest, most consistent place you can do it in is to begin to start in your personal prayer life and begin to take authority. And your authority in hell begins to grow. Hell begins to know you. You're praying prayers that demons hate. And a lot of times, an inter, a person that really knows how to inter, intercede and pray, their life will get attacked because they're out there fighting demons and they don't understand that that's what hell is after, is to stop them from praying exactly and to right. stop the church from having any enthusiasm about spiritual things. And the whole thing is so the gospel doesn't get preached, lives don't get saved, people don't hear the gospel and go into eternity, babies are aborted, all these things happen because some cowardly church member or lazy church member did not learn how to walk in spiritual authority. You and I were, were talking today about some of the things that were written in Jackie's book on, on oh, yeah. supernatural childbirth. Supernatural childbirth, sure. And, and I wanted to, to share with y'all just some of the uh, two or three f statements here. And then and then Terry's going to tell you about these wonderful things here. I just got up this morning and was praying about Psalm 78, where it says there at the very beginning of the chapter, say to the children that are yet unborn. Yeah, we're talking about abortion. Abortion. And that God say wants to... Say to the children that are yet, that are yet unborn. You're supposed unborn. to be speaking yeah. to the children that are still in the womb. And God wants a conversation. God knows those kids. That's right. Psalm 139 says that he saw you formed in your mother's womb. He knows every intricate thing about every cell in your body. And he's telling parents, I want you to have a conversation on my behalf with your child and begin to speak to them about the great facts of my dealings oh, with Israel. That's what Psalm 78 says, that it's our responsibility and that we are to say to the children that are still unborn that they might arise and recount to their children. That's what Psalm 78 says. That's exactly right. So God's trying to have... God's talking about generations. Generations here. We're talking about the destiny of a nation, not just your family. And what these politicians are doing and what hell is doing who inspires Jesus. them is yeah. to kill generations, generations, to stop nations, to stop generations of Christians. And you know, there, there's so many statistics that I've read in the last several days, and this has always been something that's very dear to Jer Terry and Jackie's heart, 
And of course they wrote that great book, Supernatural Childbirth. And there, there, the fact that, that just in these scriptures about Jesus over here, and uh, uh, I believe it is, uh, here it is, Luke uh, 2.40, Luke 2.52, it says, and the child, talking about Jesus, he grew and became strong in spirit. Well, that's a, that's a guideline, a standard for how sure, I want my sure. child to grow. Strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace, favor, and spiritual blessing of God was upon him. And then Luke 2.52 says, Jesus increased in wisdom and in broad and full understanding and in stature and years and in favor with God and man. That's how God wants our children to grow. Oh, absolutely. He wants it. And then in yeah, Proverbs, absolutely. you know, chapter one says that we're to teach these Proverbs to our children so they'll have knowledge, discretion, and discernment. Just like the Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it says they were had a different spirit they were wise ahead of their years. They were examples of the standard of what the Babylonians wanted. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, then Deuteronomy chapter 4 says, and chapter 5 and 6 over there in Deuteronomy 4, 5, and 6, it says, when all these nations hear of these ordinances that I've taught you, they will say of you, surely this is a wise and important people. Oh, and God wants that to happen. Only if you're alive. Yeah, only if you're alive does that get to happen. If your mama aborted <clears throat> you. Then uh, Jesus. History's, well, I'm yelling. Cut off. I'm not. I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm. No, you just know what happens. Like Pastors get in the pulpit and they alarm. preach to the people that are there yeah. and that are faithful about yeah. the people that are not there right. and they're unfaithful. And I'm doing the same thing today. I'm fussing at Christians that probably everybody listening to me voted <laughs> and <laughs> prayed true. over the election. God bless you. Prayed and fasted. You're the pillars and of the got church. Got out and worked and got people to the poll. But, you know, I'm just so upset and so distraught and so mad yeah. at the Christians that didn't vote, that, you know, that I'm fussing at the ones that did. But I tell you what, it's time that we drew a line in the sand right. and said, we're going to stop this political right. nonsense of saying my daddy is a Democrat and my daddy is a Republican and start saying, I'm a Christian. Yeah, right. I believe the word of, of God, God and whatever God said, that's, that's what exactly I stand right. for. And right. I take the sword and draw a Therefore, line in the sand. Said, and by God's devil, you better not cross this line. No, that's right. And we need that's to take right. authority in the spirit, spiritual authority, spiritual dominion, right. and act like the Christians that God's called us to be. Well, you know, again, you, don't, you don't find, Renee, you don't find the word miscarriage right. or the word abortion in yeah. the Bible. Yeah. Those are not Bible Talk words. About that. Yeah. It, it was not then and is not today the will of God for you to lose your baby. Not no, through miscarriage, right. not no. through abortion. God wants you and your baby, mama and baby, healthy, right. whole, and prosperous spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially. God is a good God. And there's multitudes of scriptures you can pray and confess during the time of believing God for a baby. And then now the great move. Who would have ever thought in America the great push and the great, the great desire of the nation would be to change the nation to a socialist communist nation and to kill babies. And then they would celebrate and party and high five and, and clap on the back. The, the, the fact that New York passed a law that said, Renee, they said you can kill a baby after it's born. I mean, it's born, and, and the doctor an pick it up and put it on the table alive and, and, and well, and, and the new law says you can kill that baby, murder that baby, slaughter that baby, end that baby's life while it's alive and well yeah, and healthy. Right, right. That is devilish. It's anti-Constitution. The Constitution says every person has the right, the right, the right, the right. 
Everybody's talking about owning the mother's rights. The mother's rights. What about the baby's right? That baby, the Bible, the, the Constitution says, has the right to life. The right to life, the right to life, the right to life. You kill that baby, you've destroyed their right to life and taken away their American constitutional rights. I just can't even imagine. And then you're against the word of God that says, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not kill. And you take that baby and kill it in or out of the womb. You're, you're, you're... You're contrary to and defined God, Jehovah Almighty. And the Bible says, God said, the blood cries to me from the ground. He, right. he, told, he told Cain, after Cain killed his brother Abel, he said to Cain, your brother's blood is crying to me. Abel's blood is crying to That's me amazing. from the ground. Well, you know, after after 43 years, yeah. January of 1973, when nine black-robed, just I should say injustices, of the United States Supreme Court with one right. fell sweep of the pen right. obliterated the laws of God and the laws of every state in this union and right. said, it's okay to murder a baby. And from that time, Renee, we have murdered 63 million 63, I know it goes over our head, 63, we think Hitler's a monster because he killed 6 million people, 6 million Jews. We've murdered 63 million plus babies. Don't you think that God's saying their blood, their blood, their blood is crying to me from the ground? I'm not mad at mamas that aborted their babies. There's forgiveness for you, but I'm telling you, if you, you don't do it, (laughs) <laughs> don't Save do it yourself. again. Don't do it now. Save yourself a lot of grief on the uh, forever. You're gonna, you know, if you have a baby out of wedlock and you have a baby, there's and you're people all by that yourself, will love that baby. People will love it. They will love you if you'll trust God, God and believe that God. Baby. You'll go through some difficult times, but God will always bring you out, or either He's yeah, alive. You know, the Word says, and it's a scripture you and I both just dearly love. You, you know where it's found. It eludes it, 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 it me for the moment. But it says that God sets the solitary among family. Among family. Yes. In other words, God takes the person without a family, that yeah. baby that doesn't have a family, <laughs> and He He will set them in a family. I always see God it, sets like the a... solitary among families. Can, can we get that? That God Himself, Jehovah God, the Almighty yeah. God of the universe, well, He will take a baby that doesn't have a family and He will put them in a family. God sets the solitary, the alone, yeah. in a family. In my head, every time I quote that scripture or think about it, I see it like a jeweler setting a stone. Sure, that's in, good. In a, you know, in a setting. Sure. You know, and that you take that stone and you drop it down in that four or five pronged gold setting and you just ensconce that thing among other stones. And that's the way God sees us. He says we are his, his you know, treasured jewels and that he sets us in places where we will be surrounded by families and oh, everything, you know, Jeremiah 31, where I, I was reading the other day, I was telling you about it, says, and at that time, the Lord says, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Praise and I God. just think that, you know, everything, Ephesians 3, that says, he says, I, Paul said, I bow my knee to the father of all fatherhood, from which all father derives its title and takes its name. name. That father, Mm -hmm. that father. So, you know, Terry's talking to you today about these things that that God's willing to help you if you'll trust him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whatever your situation is, read some of those scriptures again. You well, know, we what about can. let's look at let's look at Rebecca. God in Genesis twenty twenty five verse yeah. twenty three, God spoke to Rebecca because she was pregnant and she's pregnant with twins, and God knew those twins. He knew those babies. Right. He right. saw them as men. He didn't see them as fetuses. No, he didn't right. see them as viable tissue or unviable no, tissue. No, no. He saw them as nations. Yeah. And he said, to, he said to Rebecca, he said, two nations are in thy womb. Stop and think about that. Two yeah. nations. What's in your womb today? Are in thy womb. <laughs> now, if you're going to kill, if you're going to abort those boys, you have aborted two nations. Two nations. Can you imagine? How many millions of people is that? If you abort those two boys, you're going to kill two nations. He said, two Jesus. nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Wow. He didn't see fetuses. He saw men and saw the men they would become and saw the nations that they would come out of. And don't you think God's got to say so about abortion? Don't you think God's got to say so yeah. about that baby in the womb? Right. Though, though that baby in the womb, God's already got a plan for them. Well, and he's already having a conversation about that child, uh, according to Psalm 139, what you and I were saying. Just like in that, he's got having a conversation. Oh, absolutely. About what's well, what in that about, woman's What about womb. Samson? In Judges 13, 5 and 7, God said that Samson was a Nazarite from the womb well, to the day of his death. Psalms 139 says, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Wow. Isaiah 44, 2, Thus saith the Lord that made thee, and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and thou Jerusalem, Jeshurun. Jeshurun. I don't know why I <laughs> stumble over that. I always think yeah. Jerusalem. Right, right. And Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. And then uh, Galatians 1, uh, 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 But when it pleased God, Paul said, When right. it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called oh, me by me. his grace. Jeremiah 1, 5, before I formed thee in the belly. Oh, my. <laughs> listen to this. God's talking to Jeremiah and said, before I formed thee well, in the well, belly, well. I knew you. Yeah. Don't tell me that's a viable or unviable bunch of tissue or a fetus. God said, I, I knew, knew you, you son, before I ever formed you in the belly, I knew you. I knew who you were. I knew your name. I knew what you were going to do. I knew what I was going to say to you. I knew you before I formed you in the belly. And before you came out of the womb, I sanctified you and I ordained thee a prophet to the nations. Wow. How many prophets have been murdered have by, been their, murdered. by their mamas? Daddies. Yeah. How many how many apostles, prophets, prophets evangelists, evangelists, pastors, teachers have been murdered, slaughtered, ripped apart by some machine, uh, scalded to death with some saline solution, ripped out of the belly? Oh, uh, Jesus. Prophets, Jesus. prophets. He said, I, he said, I ordained you a prophet to the nations while you were still in the belly. Well. And yet we take that prophet and murder him. We take that apostle and murder him, that priest and murder him, that, that yeah. king and murder him. We take, we take those people that God right. has already ordained right. what they should do, and God knows them right. and murders them. And murders them. And, and, and think it's no more than an animal or no more than a... In fact, in fact, people think more of animals than they do of babies. Well, it's like that movie, you know, this is just a little rabbit trail here of It's a Wonderful Life. You take one person out of a town. Sure. And the town can go down. Sure. The, the, the town can be absolutely, the whole standard of the town lowered. Oh, absolutely. To poverty, drunkenness, 
evil. Sure, sure, sure. Everything about a major inequality of the whole town because one person one wasn't person there, there to hold the line. Wasn't people that died? Oh, yeah. You know, you know, my hitchhiker story is well known everywhere. I was 24 years old in, in, right. in, in Mexico, and I picked up a hitchhiker, and he screamed to me, I'm going to kill you. I mean, Satan sent him on an assignment to kill me. Right. There are those to who kill me, To kill me at 24 years old. That, y'all listen to this. Proverbs 31 says there are those. That's a whole class of people. Yeah, there are those. Who and that will destroy kings. Oh, yeah, they are set in life, sent here, raised up by human beings, and their one calling in life from hell is to destroy valiant, righteous leadership. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, they're an army from right. hell to stop God's people. That's right. And to stop them early before they do something for God. Jesus. And that guy stuck a gun in my ribs and screamed to me, I'm going to kill you. And I said to him, I'm a man of God, and I've got authority over you in the name of Jesus. You can't kill me. And this went on for a while until finally he shot at me five times at point blank range, and the bullets didn't hit me. My, my, my. Well, let's say the bullets did hit me. Let's say I'm dead. All right? Died at 24 years old. Right. Jackie's a widow. Those two babies are without a daddy. Yeah. She's in Mexico. She's got to make her way back home to her family and, and, and not have a husband and not have a daddy for those babies. Safely make her way But back. look at the people I've raised from the dead since then. Yeah, right. Look at the people I've, I've, I've had blind eyes open, deaf ears right. unstopped, cripples walk, right. devils cast out. Look at the salvations, all the, yeah. the, the, the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that I've right. preached to around in, right. the, in those, in those 50 years that's since just then. One, you're just one person. Yeah. Just think of what but had, had I Had my candle been snuffed out, snuffed had out, I been no, stopped, right, right. look at all the people whose lives would be, never have been changed all and would go past, to hell. All those pastors All the pastors you, I teach and train and, and taught them in the yeah. Word of Faith and taught them how to the help people churches, and bless people. Yeah. Uh, just, just if I wasn't here. The money that God sent through your hands to help nations of the world. Oh, our partners help us and send money to us, and we're able to help orphans and we help widows and right. help do crusades and preach the gospel. And, you know, we're going to a nation this year that I'm not talking about yet because right. it's a nation where they cut your head off to say Jesus is right. Lord. And so we're not telling the bad guys we're coming yet. And uh, we're bathing it in prayer. We've asked our partners to bathe it in prayer as well and trust that you listening to us today, you'll bathe it in prayer as well. That the, They're expecting fifty to 70,000 people for me to speak to, uh, people of another, of another religion that are lost and dying and going to hell. And I'm going to go preach Jesus to them. They're going to get saved, born again, be in heaven because our partners help us do it, pray and give money. And because we go and preach and, and if I wasn't here, that wouldn't happen. No, that's right. That's right. And of course, I know God could raise up somebody else. We all know that. But I'm talking about the fact that you don't, those, those are, those babies in the womb can turn out to be somebody that God uses. And we've destroyed prophets, apostles, evangelists, pastors, teachers, kings, priests, queens, men of God, women of God. We've destroyed all kinds of people. In those 60 million people we've murdered in America. My, my, my. Well, we hope today that we have awakened a sleeping giant. When you think about just the testimony Terry just gave you about his personal life and the things that God has done, the scriptures that he just read to you, um, what about low children are a heritage, heritage of the Lord, hello, yeah. and the fruit of the womb is his reward. His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver, quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. 
Wow, those are deliverers. Those are leaders. Those are leaders. Those are soldiers. Those that are, are being murdered. Yeah, that's military. How are they going to stand and, 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 and go against the enemy at the gate? And if guard you, if and protect you, our nation, our families. Them out, if you suck their body parts out of the belly. Oh, my. Well, I tell you what. Well, I'm I'm, I, I'm stirred up. I, I'm so we're praying I'm so, for the church. I'm so disappointed that the church didn't vote, because everything you see on TV in the next few months, everything you see that That's the right. Democrats are doing, everything you see the Republicans are doing, everything you see the, the gridlock and the nonsense that's going on in Washington, the government right. shutting down, all right. it's all because the church didn't vote. No, that's right, and and I have to I have to think about you know Mr. Trump that God through the church God raised up. A president that at least would, sub, just as a businessman, expose the uselessness of ungodly politicians. Sure. I mean, that has all been exposed because of their hatred for not only him, but the evangelical church that voted for him. Oh, that's right. They despise us. If you see anything on Facebook and Twitter, the attack is on conservative, oh, it's, evangelical it's brutal. Christians. They're and vile. They curse us and <laughs> damn us and, and, and wish we were and, dead. Tell yeah. people to go kill us. And you know, anybody, anybody you that has... Because the church didn't vote, it, it, it may happen in the next few years that they come after you because you got a Bible or because you go, you go to church. And I, I you just, better get to the polls the next time this thing comes up and, right. and put some godly people in or at least get those ungodly people out. No, that's right. You all just don't realize. I don't think any most people, too many people, I'll be gracious and say, too many people in the church are still nursing their emotional fragility. Oh, sure, sure, sure. They are still cowardly, and their concept of well, I don't want to. I don't want to have the backlash. I don't want to have the persecution. Um, but hey, you know what? We're preaching the gospel. Yeah, you know. We're going to South Pacific here this next month. Yes, we are. We want to ask you to pray with us about that. We're going We're to four nations like in the South a, Pacific. Month. Over, over a month. Over we'll be gone over a month. We'll and be in four islands of the you South know, we'll Pacific. Be in, we'll be in Fiji. We'll be in Samoa. We'll be in Vanuatu. We will be in New Zealand. New Zealand. And uh, we'll be preaching the gospel. I mean, I'm going to preach it hard and hot and heavy. In fact, they sent me a message today from... From from the South Pacific, and they said, you know, because of the airline schedules, uh, you, you you know, you may want to just uh, uh, cut off Thursday. You're going to preach, do do a, do a meeting in Vanuatu on, on on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you may want to leave on Thursday so you can get get your airplane. I said, no, I'm not shortchanging those people. I'm not going to fly all the way over there and then cut a day off the schedule. We're no, going to preach and preach and preach and preach and preach and preach. And uh, we ask you to pray with us about that. Yeah, you Set know, your you've faith with us for miracles, taking... for healing. Say, take, that, that, that those preachers I'm preaching to and the yeah. students in some places I'm teaching, right, that right. they'll turn into mighty men of God, mighty women of God. And uh, believe Stand God with us for the, for the finances to go. That's an expensive trip. We're having to buy airline tickets from, from uh, here to New Zealand and New Zealand to to Samoa and Samoa to, to Fiji and Fiji to, to Vanuatu and that's then back a, to New Zealand and then back home again. That's a lot of, of airplane tickets and a lot of money. And, uh, you know, just one person, one partner can take care of that. Take just call the that. office and say, tell Brother Terry we're going to take care of those tickets. But, uh, you know, we're believing Jesus. God for our hotels, for our food, for our for, and plus for all the things going on here at the office and the orphans and stuff we take care of around yeah, the world, so even though joke. we're not here. So yeah. we covet your partnership. We covet your your agreement. And we appreciate it. And we're indebted to you. And uh, believe God uh, 
to God to bless you and minister to you. And that we're partners in this thing together. So no, every soul right. we win, you that's win. Right. Every, every healing right. we have, you have. Every miracle we have, you have. Every devil we cast out goes to your credit. So uh, we appreciate our partners. So believe that's God right. with us. I mean, we'll be gone the last part of February and pretty much the whole month of March. Well... That's amazing. You know, but you I do want to come home in April to see the Blue Bonnets in Texas. To see the Texas. Blue Bonnets in Texas. Renee and I have a thing, and Jackie and I had a thing as well, right. and, and Dean and Renee had a thing about we are April. Blue let's go fans. see the Blue Bonnets in Texas. <laughs> so we, I expect to be back by the end, unless God just does a revival and keeps us in the South Pacific. Yeah. And uh, last year, we didn't even get to see the Blue Bonnets because we were in Peru, or Colombia. I'm sorry, we were in Colombia. went to Peru later. And it got back in time and looked for blue bonds everywhere and couldn't find any. Just, a, find just a few here and there. But we were in Washington D.C. trying to see cherry blossoms. Yeah, they had a freak in Washington D.C. at a missions conference <laughs> and, and thought we were going to see too. cherry blossoms. Well, you know, Terry's always said that he his ministry takes living bread to dying men. Yes, yes, and, yes. And um, you know that's such a heavy uh, responsibility. And I want to encourage all of you today to realize your value how important yes. you are. One voice at a PTA meeting can turn the tide. Absolutely. One voice in a prayer meeting can give hope to the prayers and the intercessors. One voice in a family can cause people to rise up and trust the Lord oh, and get absolutely. back in church. Absolutely. One voice, one voice can can change the attitude in, in a company's morale. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and help soldiers in the, in the battlefield uh, recognize how valuable they are and how much they are loved and appreciated. We want you to be that voice, and we're cheering yes, for you, and we're believing God with you. Remember, you can find us at terrymise.com, at terrymiseministries.org. Everything is there, the products. We have these great cups, new cups we're excited about. Uh, that say more than you are, more than a conqueror. I'm drinking out of one yeah, right now. He is more than a conqueror. Says he is more than conqueror. It's uh, it's black, and yours says she is more than she a conqueror. She is more and than it's a pink. conqueror, and it's pink. And then we have these great, just plain old Terry Mize Ministries, great little cups and stuff, and and we've got some new things coming well, the out. Celebration of the fifty years. In Celebrating ministry, the, fifty the years, 50th, commemorative uh, things. Commemorative edition. Yeah, we're just so excited about what the Lord's doing, and we're believing God to do more. We're available, and we're out there ready to go and do it. We've got the wisdom of years, and we we have, uh, you know, like Caleb, give us that mountain. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm taking so, that mountain. So we're and grateful. You know, we were talking about partners a while ago. Yeah. Reason, do, reason being, because, you know, at the first of the year, I always tell our partners, I write my partner letters every yeah. month. And if you are if you want to receive our partner letter, let us let the office know. Uh, otherwise, it's online. We could online every year, but I write it personal to you if you you're you know if you want snail mail or hard copy mail. But every every January, I tell our partners send us your goals. Tell us what you're right, believing for right. for the, for the new year. This is 2019. We got 12 months ahead of us. What That's what right. are you believing for? Renee and I in our office will go to prayer. You're believing for a new car, believing for a house, believing for a job, believing for kids to be healed, believing for well, what? Believing for a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. That's right. Uh, Jackie's book, Supernatural Childbirth, would be the best book on the planet if you you know somebody that needs That's a baby. Right. That's right. And uh, it's just chock full of scriptures. Just yeah, Jackie and I wrote that book together, and uh, it's just uh, chock full of scriptures. But anyway, then we have goals that we're believing for that no I always set out before God. And, you know, this year I just told the Lord, I said, I'm believing for three categories of partners. Now, you can, right. now a partner can say anything they want to anytime they want to, obviously. Right. But uh, I'm believing, Renee, for 2,000 partners. That's not very many. No, it's There's not. There's probably 2,000 people listening to us today. But I'm believing right. for 2,000 partners across America or the world, if you may be listening in Australia, New Zealand, 
Singapore, wherever, right. England. But uh, I'm believing for 2,000 partners at simply $25 a month. And you know, any Christian can believe God for $25 a month. Right. And you say, oh, Terry, now that's, that's not nice. Now I don't have that much. You shouldn't say, no, 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 because I'm talking about faith. I'm not talking about you doing it. I'm talking right. about faith in God. Right. If you and God set your faith in agreement together and say, but in the name of Jesus, I'm in partnership with God, and I'm going to partner with Terry and Renee in More Than Conquerors Ministry, Terry and Mize Ministries, and I'm going to believe God for $25 every month to send to them. Right. Well, you know, if you don't do it one month, I'm not going to write you a nasty letter. I, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to pray for you. No, that's right. But that's what right. faith does, Renee. That if you don't have it this month, maybe this month you only have $12. Well, fine, send the $12 and then say, hey, I've got a whole month to believe for $25. No, that's and right. just start steadying your faith that God is going to supernaturally provide $25 a, a month. God. So that's one category, 2,000 right. partners at $25 a month. Right. Then I'm believing for two, just 200 partners, just 200. It'll send $100 a month. Right. And you know, you can believe God for $100 a month. Right. I remember when I started teaching way back in the 80s, I started teaching kids just believe God for $10 a month for missions. And I remember one young lady, they ended up started giving $10 a month. Pretty soon she went to $30 a month. Pretty soon she went to $100 a month. Pretty soon she went to $300 a month. And then pretty soon she went to Raymond and met a missionary, a guy that wanted to go to the mission fields and got married. And they went to, they went to the Philippines. Yeah. So she, she reaped her own harvest right. of her seed. But she's given, as, as a single woman, she's given $300 a month back in the 80s. So I'm just saying 2,000 people at $25 a month, 200 people at $100 a month. Right. And then I'm believing for some churches. I'm not even looking for individuals to do this, but I mean just some churches. I know right. I know a lot of pastors and a lot of churches, right. but I'm just looking for 25 of them, Renee, just 25. Right. Now, I know hundreds of pastors. In fact, I know thousands of pastors, but right. I'm believing for just 25 of them right. that'll send us $1,000 a month every month. And you know, you can put that on a credit card. We can just hit it the first of the month, and, right. and, and that money's there. And, and we can go about the master's business and go about missions. So that's three categories. That's 25 churches or businesses at $1,000 a month. Right. And then 200 people or churches at $100 a month. Right. And then 2,000 people, 2,000 people at $25 a month. And if we had that kind of money coming in here just on a regular basis, just put it on a credit card and let's just hit it every month or right. send it in a check or however you want to send it electronically or buy a check, right. we, we would be able to totally increase and do the things that God's told us to do exactly. uh, the, the way we're supposed to. Well, you've got, you've got seven foreign invitations this year of people that wanting you to come. Oh, they're begging me to, to come overseas, but to, I've got to pay for all that. To Thailand, you know, Peru, Colombia, you know, all these different... Thailand, Romania. Peru, Colombia, Romania, Malta. Yeah, Malta. Um, besides these Mexico, four Mexico, yeah, numerous three, times. Three or four times and a then, year. And then New Zealand and Australia and, and uh, Samoa and, and uh, Fiji and Vanuatu yeah. and Malta. I mean, it yeah. just it just goes on and on and on. And all those trips are expensive. And, you know, yeah, we, each of them can go anywhere from thirty to $50,000. And in Romania, the government's actually wanting us to build gypsy build villages. They told me that if build. I was willing to build gypsy villages that they would give me the land. Right. Give me the land for free, and then I, then I build the villages. I, I've done that before. I built gypsy villages before, and then they stopped us. But now they've come back and said, Dr. Mize, you know, if you're still willing to do that, right. uh, take these gypsies out of utter poverty, right. abject poverty, right. drinking out of the river uh, where the cows are bathing and using the bathroom, and where just, just horrible filth. And if you'll build gypsy villages, we'll give you the land. 
Well, there, and, and I can do that. It just the costs money. And, the orphans and it's just and partners. Like that there in Romania. There's oh, so the much, orphans. There, there's my, so my, much my, my, that my. needs to be done, and we're willing to go, and we're believing God that God will open doors, open hearts, as Paul said in Acts, that God turned Lydia's heart. Yeah. And he opened Lydia's heart. Sure. Psalm says he turns the hearts of the kings as water courses. And that, you know, with the Hazarus, he woke him up in the middle of the night. Sure. And had him read your book. <laughs> and so I just believe in God that, uh, you know, the Lord always has people. He always has his people. He brings help out of Zion. And that is the people of God. And we're, we're standing in faith, believing God. There's much to be done. And God is no man's debtor. And he does not prefer one person above another. So he'll bless us and bless you. That's always been his plan. There's plenty to go around. So we love you dearly. We're praying for you. And we thank you for your time today. And believe that it'll be most fruitful in your own life. In Jesus' name, we always say about you that you are more, more than, than a conqueror. God bless you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a MISE Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymise.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymise.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.